Hello and welcome to the Men of Action podcast, where we bring on men who felt like zero until they recognize the hero within themselves, to know that they are a warrior, they are a king, and that they can overcome the obstacles. And today I got a good friend of mine, Alex, on the podcast today. Alex, welcome to the pod. Thanks, Zach. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here. Super excited. It, we were talking about it a bit before, uh, how we've known each other now for like many months. Uh, we, this yeah. is actually the first time we're having like a real face-to-face conversation so it's i'm excited i've been pumped for this for a couple of weeks oh i know i've been like when i was thinking about like who to bring on like i just saw you and like everything that you've overcome like all the obstacles and when you get into this a little bit about bungee jumping yeah i mean yeah talk about scary i mean jumping <laughs> up off a cliff and into no man's land basically yeah, that was uh, that was one for the record books for me. Uh, I was definitely anxious, uh, to say the least, leading up to that. We can get into that in a bit. And it's good that you still have your spine intact. It's got to stay that. <laughs> yep. All right, Alex, why don't you just tell us a little bit about yourself? Who are you? I see a lot of sports in the background. Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, it's a tough question, man. That's one I, I was thinking about for a little bit. Like, who is Alex Hart? Um First and foremost, like I'm, I'm a husband. Uh, I live for my wife. Like she is the greatest human being out there, and uh, everything I, I do, she's my why. Like we always talk about in the personal development space, mm-hmm. finding your why. She's been it. Um, I just want to give her the best life that she can get, and that I can give to someone. It's kind of just that that inner instinct of I think of, of most men. Uh, they want to serve. They want to protect. They want to. Mm-hmm. Their, their loved ones and she is by far that um after that uh i have so much like there's so much i'm on the go i'm i participate in jiu-jitsu i do that a couple times a week i play a lot of poker i've been playing poker recreationally and even professionally for the better part of 20 years so that's like oh, a wow. long time um sports you can see like you you mentioned Behind me, I got all my sports stuff. I got my whiteboard, my flags, my hats, uh, mostly baseball. I run a YouTube channel that's mostly about baseball. It's supposed to be about more other sports, but just time comes. And by the time the baseball season marathon comes to an end, I'm pretty worn out. So I usually end up taking a break uh, by the time the NFL season's starting to wrap up. So I do a lot of that. I'm active man out there on Twitter trying to just meet other people like yourself and other like-minded individuals to just want to get out there, get better, push ourselves to be the best versions of ourselves. And I'm curious. I'm just like a super curious guy. I am always open-minded. I am not closed-minded, I would say, at all. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm more of a fact-based, logical thinker. So if you bring me facts that can help me change my mind, I'm more than open to having conversations. I just love having the deep conversations about life. Uh, life is super fascinating to me and all the intertwining things that there are to it. Uh, what else? Like, I, well, <laughs> let's only been married. Uh, actually, I just got married this past year in June. So I've been married, what is that, seven months now? So not okay. too long, but her and I have been together for closing on seven years. Uh, she, I feel like I should know the exact amount, but it feels it's seven years, but like it's been a long time. Um, it's the one, right? So right. ever it's it's it was an interesting one. We we moved really quick in the in the eyes of maybe that most people like we 
started talking. We met each other actually online. Um, and then yeah. from the, the minute we saw each other, like saw each other in person, like we moved pretty quick. Like we we're actually living together fairly quickly after that. So like we've been married, like close to married, I guess. It's right. like, I say this now too, is that before leading up to being married, like we, I didn't think it would really make a difference because we had been together for so long. We lived mm -hmm. together. We've just, we acted like I would expect a husband and a wife to act. Um, but when you actually do it, it's, it's weird. It, 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 for me, at least I can't speak for everyone, but for me, it definitely turned a switch on it. It was way more real. And it's funny. I was talking with someone recently, uh, shout out to Joel. He kind of put it in this way. It's like, if you're in like a medical situation, technically now she's the one that has to make the decision, right? So it, it, that there is a little bit more to it as well uh, mm -hmm. on that front. So freshly married, but at the same time, not really. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's awesome. Congratulations. I honestly, the way like I see you, I know you don't always post pictures of her and comment yep. about her. But like you can just tell you guys will just like take care of each other, engage with each other, and just go out and have fun together. And and whether that be in nature, yeah. I know she's shown you for some sound baths that you've done. Her idea originally, actually. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, meditation. I, I'm a. I've been a a big explorer of I guess the soul and looking inward and looking at the deeper questions and looking at old school philosophers and and stuff like that. So. I always was trying to get her to be interested in meditation too. Uh, we did it a few times. She, she never really liked it. So the fact one day she came to me and she like wanted to try the sound bath thing. I was like, mm -hmm. sure, sign me up. Let's do it. And now it's like turned into, she loves them. She's all about it too. So it's like something we can do together. And it's also something I've, I'm excited because it, it, we're both exploring, I guess, more now deeper inward questions and just, it goes so much in line with just trying to be your, the best version of yourself and stuff, right? Well, that's that's amazing because that's how you grow together. And yeah. That's how it can continue to push you to be the best version. I mean, kind of what you just were saying, because that's that's your why. Like you want to get better for her, better yeah. for your relationship, and what that brings into the future. Mm -hmm. Totally, totally. So, in part of this podcast, we really discuss like with men, like because a lot of times men. You know, we need a lot of support and sometimes it's hard to find that kind of support because we're not really good at asking for help. We're not really good at sticking with other men, finding a group, finding a tribe. And part of that is really learning how we can overcome obstacles. So that way this can be a platform to mm -hmm. give other men like encouragement that you can find it. Like you can overcome the obstacles in life. So what is one obstacle that you really struggled with to overcome yeah um i guess for me the one that really not that i define or i identify as it but my biggest obstacle over the past few years was my health um okay. i guess like it's been so many years now it's been almost three years now um from when i, I kind of first really got a, a kick in the in the rear end to get my health back in order Okay. Uh, I had essentially I was uh, you know this but those of you that don't I was 70 pounds more than what you see here um you 
I post on my Twitter uh, photos of it, some of them. I don't actually have a lot of good photos that really demonstrate it. You can kind of see it in some of my old mm-hmm. YouTube videos and stuff. But 70 pounds heavier, I was in chronic back pain. Like, I'm talking, like, back pain where I couldn't even, like, turn without getting a shock of pain throughout my entire body right. and just, like, uh, del- deliberating or whatever. Just couldn't move a lot of days. Like, I having getting up and down from even this chair was difficult couldn't do lunges couldn't do push-up couldn't do any of that i was just my health had just gotten to a point where it's the worst in my entire life i had had times in the past where maybe i wasn't in the best of shape and i'd gotten back into shape so i knew what it took i knew uh what it needed to do but this time was different i kind of let it go on for a number of years now and then it all just came like crashing at this one moment um it was a changing moment across the world right march 2020 it's the exact same moment that happened for me oh my gosh like right as the pandemic happened oh yeah incredible back pain well i so i had it already right Right. i had it already but march 2020 uh, everything's starting to go into lockdown my my job's completely shifting to work from home right so i'm in this room because this is like my home office um and I'm having a work day, my back's so bad, and I, I'm just lying on the floor behind me because I need a break uh, from sitting in my chair. It's mm-hmm. so bad. And then it gets to the point where it's like, I can't even get myself up off the floor. My back hurts so much. Uh-huh. I don't have no strength. I have that. My wife at the time wasn't working because of the lockdowns. Her job was on hiatus. Um, so she's out in the other room. And I'm like lying back there, and I'm kind of thinking like, Man, this is not good. A, I'm 30 years old. Um, Probably not good. B, my wife's in the other room. If something bad happens right now, I am in absolutely no shape whatsoever to do anything about it. If she needed help, wouldn't be able to help her. If she something happened and she needed protection, wouldn't be able to protect her. So at that moment, it's kind of like, uh, aha or like a slap i don't know what you want to call it i just had this right. moment i was like i have to change and there's no questions about it i had let every aspect of my life kind of slip um and at that moment i started changing it um for me um i've i had a, a moment in my life before where i really started to get really self-improvement but i uh but I had come back and kind of slowed down and I'll, maybe I'll talk about that, the rest of that story in a bit, mm-hmm. but I'd always kind of pinned back. I, I started studying uh, and reading a lot of, of Buddhism. Okay. So with Buddhism, it just kind of made me realize that I have to do it myself. It's, it's kind of strange how it all, that's kind of how I took it. Be a good person, do the right actions you can become what you want to do. And I knew I wanted, there's a couple things that, that fueled me. I've talked about it already. My why is my wife, but I also mm-hmm. have another interesting why that a lot, not a lot of people have is that I want to go to outer space. Oh, and I am a firm believer that they're not going to take fat astronauts. So <laughs> that's part of it. That is actually funnily enough, part of why that started getting me to, to get into shape and, getting all that stuff but 
from there, I kind of slowly but surely took tiny little steps. And that's all you can really do is take the mm -hmm. tiny steps along the way. Uh, and here I am, um, three years from that day almost. We're a couple months out from three years. And I'm signing up for a mini triathlon today. Like that's a big step for me. I train jujitsu a couple days a week and I'm running daily. Like I'm working out daily. I've lost 70 pounds from where my peak was 50 of that being the first year and oh, wow. just wild stuff. It's just trying to show people now that if they want to do it too, they can, um, guess that's more, most of my fuel these days. That's incredible. <laughs> I didn't, I mean, I know you talked about your back pain, Yeah, but I didn't realize until actually talking with you how severe it was. Yeah, it's, it was severe. There's times like this is before the, the March, 2020, there's times like in the year before there's a time where I was so bad. My wife had to help me go to the washroom. Oh, geez. She had to like, it was so pain, like so painful. I've never had anything as painful as dealing with this. That I can think of and I've done some bad stuff to, <laughs> to my to my body but um that and there was a time where she not, can't drive it but we live in the city so she's mostly taking transit on herself but mm -hmm. we were in a situation where I I needed something on that day like well she had to like almost carry me like as like a, a cane almost while we walked mm -hmm. to the walk-in clinic uh and like there'd be times where I'd be taking a step and my back would seize up and I'd like want to fall over. It was oh that bad. God. Yeah. Oh yeah. It was, it was calm, so wild. Um, nothing objectively wrong with my body. Okay. Um, so like there's no like herniated discs, nothing like that. And I, I can say that because I'm now in a position where I feel nothing. I have no back pain whatsoever. Um, definitely the healthiest I've ever been right now. Um, there's a lot of reasons for that. But yeah, it's, it's gone. <laughs> Knock so on when did you start noticing, like, when the back pain would like kind of become less and less, like, yeah, it's took a while, like, took a while. It's like, so after the, that first day, uh, lying on the floor there, I, I kind of started to make an, an action plan, I guess. Uh, the action plan essentially was, let's just go for a walk every morning. <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, so it took a while. I'd say I went for a walk every morning for at least a month before I really started noticing. I couldn't even walk very far, to be honest. Like I yeah, could only I walk around the block. And, like yeah, I could only like really walk around the block. I'd be so I'd just be so sore. It wasn't as tired. My body was just sore and needed to rest. Like it was it was wild. Uh, I I wish some days although I don't wish that I could just go back and experience it for a day just to be like, Whoa, this is what I was dealing with. Cause like part of me forgets what it was like, but I know it was as bad as not being able to get off the floor. So that keeps me motivated for sure. Well, I guess just kind of reflecting on those memories can bring things yep. back. Yeah. Totally. Know, whether it's just like, even if you get, I'm sure like, like a tightness, just like natural tightness. You're like, mm -hmm. Oh, I remember yep. this was like a lot worse. It's yeah. fun how the brain remembers and how the brain works and the connections that we make. Yeah, the brain is super fascinating. The mind, the way the mind works, it's that's one of it's one of my passions is just learning about about how all that stuff works and trying to hack my own mind. Um, that's one thing I've been trying to work on a lot uh, these past few years.
Well, yeah, that way you can really figure out why you think the way you do, mm-hmm. or why certain thoughts like come about that enter our thoughts. And you know, the, the clinical word for that would be intrusive thinking, you know, intrusive mm-hmm. thoughts. Okay. And thoughts just kind of just pop in your brain and you don't know where they came from. Yep. So a lot of times when that happens, not really positive. It's mostly on the negative side. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. So it's learning how to handle all that, you know, whether it's also your inputs and outputs, like, you know, very much so like, what do you watch at night and take in with you and wake up feeling a certain way? It's kind of like monitoring that kind of thing. Yeah. That makes sense. So... So what do you stand? So have you do you like back exercises? Is this, I know you said there's nothing. I'm yeah, like with your back. So just, you're growing on the ground with jujitsu. Yeah, no, jujitsu was a little tough. Like I still had a sore back when I first started training. Um, so, but now it's like I have sore other things from training, yeah. like my shoulder right now. It's a little sore, but no, like I guess for like if just break it down to a week, I kind of. So every day I have like the same morning routine, Monday Mm -hmm. through Friday. Um, It's one of the things that was like the cornerstone of self-improvement. And it came from my one friend who challenged me to just start getting up earlier. It started as simple as 15 minutes a day Mm. uh, for the first week. And then it was half an hour and then 45. And now, and so now I get up every day. My alarm goes off at 515. Um, oh, nice. even today on a Saturday, I'm not gonna lie. I was up at four 30 in the morning. Um, oh. yeah, the, that's a whole different story. Uh, I was just doing something different today, but okay. Monday through Friday, I will be up at five 15. I will immediately go drink quite a bit of water and, uh, then go outside and go for half an hour, 45 minute run slash walk. Uh, some days it's walk. It's mostly runs now, uh, especially mm-hmm. now that I'm going to start training for a triathlon, mini triathlon. Uh, it's going to be runs. Uh, definitely when I'm listening to David Goggins a lot, it's <laughs> get, it gets me fired up to do some runs. Uh, so I do that. Uh, when I come back from that, uh, I will put the coffee on for me and the wife, but I'll then go away right into my breath work. I uh, follow pretty avid follower of the Wim Hof method as a whole not just his breath work also his cold plunges and cold mm-hmm. exposure and all that fun stuff. So I do that for about 25 to 30 minutes of the bre- just the breath work. Uh, I do about wow, five, 25 five minutes of the breath work. That's a lot. That's good. Though. Yeah. It's about 25 minutes. Cause I do five rounds um, right. and I do 35 breaths. So in each round and then I hold and my holds are, are average like two minutes, 10 seconds. So, whoa, yeah so i do that and that has been a whole other experience on its own um what wim hof breathing has done is just the realization like if for those that haven't done it it's hard to explain but like it really makes your body a you can leave your like you have out of body experiences sometimes but it it really creates a situation where you're more powerful over your mind and your body kind of like starts going numb in a way. Like it's so tingling through your hands. I don't know how far you've gone. I know you do some breathing. I do some of them, yeah. Yeah. So your hands just can just go crazy. Definitely when you start pushing, pushing the boundary, uh, it's pretty intense. Um, so after that, I will uh, cold shower, just do like a two minute cold shower, just uh, rinse it's off and like, yeah. Yeah, it's not too bad. Definitely uh, 
considering some of the things I do now, much colder. The shower is not on the coldest of spectrum. I know I've seen you go into the lake. <laughs> yeah. So I do that and then uh, I kind of get involved on Twitter. I'll have like a Twitter post for the day that I'll write or I'll post and I'll interact with all my friends out there and see what's going on in the Twitter world for about half an hour. And then I'm kind of starting to get ready to go do work my day job, which I will do for like the next eight hours. Um, and, then, and then a couple days, a couple days a week at nighttime, I'll do jujitsu, uh, usually Tuesday, Thursdays, Saturdays. Um, mm-hmm. And every night my wife does yoga um, and I join her 95% of the time. I'd okay, say I miss sometimes. So that, yoga is a big part, I think, to do with getting the back pain gone. Oh, um, sure. Just through the breath of yoga, the stretches. Any stretches in particular that's really helped the lower back, like a downward dog or? Yeah, I think forward folds are really strong for the for the lower back or extended child's pose or like okay. cat, cat cat cows are really good more than anything. I, I've, I've found that through jujitsu and yoga as a whole, like just getting a strong core has made a world of difference. I think that's the biggest, like, I don't know for sure what really is the biggest driving factor. Cause I've done so many different things at the same time. Right. But I would assume the core and my leg strength, being a big part of it, like my hip mobility, um, being a big part of it. I've had a couple guys on Twitter that have helped me so much with different stretches uh, for different areas of my body too. Shout out to Mike Eckstein and Brian. Brian. Yeah, those two, those two guys hooked me up mad. Um, but yeah, that, those, though, I think just strengthening your body as a whole just makes you not rely on your back and just being aware, like bringing awareness back, in your day-to-day movements, like you're unloading the dishwasher, pay attention. Yeah. You're picking up a recycling bin at the end of your driveway. Pay attention to your movements. Don't just half ass it, bend over, pull your back or do something. Use all your muscles, use all your muscles in your movement, strengthen your ankle, strengthen everything. That's really. No, I, that's, that's so important because it's in this kind of what we're talking about kind of off the podcast, so a little bit about, paying attention to what you're doing, being mindful of everything. There's so many times we know the right thing to do, but we don't always act upon it. And that's following your intuition, following your gut feeling, because your gut's not wrong. If you feel something's off, you know, do something about pay attention and do the best you can. And like how you said, even the small stuff, like emptying the dishwasher, you know, yep. how you do you just drag and carry it or do you just kind of push up like that's going to put less stress and strain on your, on your body? Because yep. it just takes one one or two things really to happen to your body for it to get hurt. Our bodies are so interesting. Like it, like you're talking about the gut, our bodies can like feel like what's mm-hmm. going on around us or like they just know or they're carrying a stress in it that you might not pay attention to. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden it's just bam. It's been there the whole time, but you're if you're not being mindful, you might overlook it and then overuse it. Yeah, and the more I study and look into things, um, with Wim Hof, the one of the reasons I like doing, I've been trying to get back into a little bit more. I don't have the paid version; I just have the free version, so I yep. get that breath. Is that I like how he moves his body? Mm, yeah, because the way he moves his body is you're working through all the extra energy. You can call it stimulus. And there's so much energy in the body, it doesn't know what to do. That's why sometimes breath work doesn't work because you just breathe in. But he's like really 
Like, so that way you're charging up your body and then releasing it. Yeah. And that's what really helps a lot of people too with breath work is working through the stress, working through the anxiety, working through what's going on because your body's heightened and it needs to have an outlet. So once it has that outlet, then you're better able to focus on what is the issue, what is going on. Yeah, totally. Totally. Wim, uh, he's an interesting guy. <laughs> oh, and his story. Like I just, I just listened to a story just like literally the other day. Yeah, about like yeah. a fragment of it. And I was like, I didn't realize how much stuff he went through. Yeah, it's on my on my life. One of my life goals is to go to a retreat where he leads. So, yeah. well, if he's ever going to watch this video, yeah, when, when, hit me up. Like, you know, invitation from him. Because <clears throat> I, would, I would be like, hey, I want to meet you. I want to go on your retreat. Yeah, I think, honestly, I don't know what's stopping me. I think I just have to, in theory, sign up, but I think it's like thousands of dollars. So, I think uh, well, how popular I have to hold off a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I know he does a few. I've done some Wim Hof workshops here in Vancouver, mm -hmm. um, led by an instructor, but that wasn't Wim. Um, right. But hey, you, got, you got me the top dog. He's trained with Wim, but not me. One uh, day. One day. It'd be a good, it'd be another why of, you know, yeah. getting that message across of something that's helped you. And I know a lot of people, when they see someone who's so dedicated to the, to the art, to the craft, they do offer like some level of invitation or help. Yep. Them. I know uh, just for myself personally, just be on Twitter and the way I kind of get some things like, Hey, I'd love you to attend this. I'm like, cool. I'd love to go. <laughs> just need that five grand. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's mostly because of the Airbnb. I mean, that's where most of the cost can come yeah. from. Yeah. Totally. But no, that's, that's awesome that you've been following him, working through all the breath work and figuring out what works for you. So have you, do you do things like a little bit differently than you did prior, like emptying the dishwasher? Do you do that any differently? Yeah, of course. Like I am like squatting to get the, the lower. I'm, I'm okay. like six two. So like bending over, be I'm not necessarily just bending over like a four. But if I am bending over that way, I'm doing the forward fold way instead of putting all my weight into my lower back. I'm actually putting all my weight into my my feet mm. or or into my thighs, not my back at all. Let my back really hang if I have to pick something up over the floor or I'm squatting down or I'm doing mm. uh, a lunge down to the ground. I'm not careless. I'm doing a, a, a solid move. Now you can make me rethink how I do the dishwasher. <laughs> Should be. Mindful dishwashing, emptying constantly. That's part of like Buddhism opened up my, my mind to that side of life is mm -hmm. being mindful and letting thoughts go and just being present. And I know that you can hear that. That doesn't have to be Buddhism. You hear that everywhere. Right. But that was like my first introduction to a different way of looking at life. Um, so it was interesting. And now I try to I carry a lot of those traits uh, forward with me for sure. Um, that I've learned along the way. I'm gonna try that. I'm gonna, seriously, I'm gonna try like squatting when I do the dishwasher because I don't want to just like bend. Yeah, and if you have a even just a little sore back, if you if you you'll notice it right when you're doing it, bending over to empty those knives and forks. And now I'm rethinking everything. <laughs> Blew your mind. I'm glad. I, I'm glad I could help. Yeah. See, so gotta be. It's always good to pay pay attention and be a little bit open minded because 
Yeah. I know plenty of people who've gotten like injured if, like with weightlifting because they're doing too much weight and their form's not good. There's because there's some people at the gym just like, uh, you're gonna hurt yourself. I know yoga has helped so many yoga helps with lifts. I I, I don't I think enough weightlifters do yoga personally. I think a lot would benefit from it. A it helps with your breathing when right. you're in that heavy, strenuous position, but it helps with your form. Uh, I would suggest if you're a weightlifter lifting heavy out there, if you just did yoga once a week, uh, I think you could improve your lifts more than almost anything else that you're doing right now, probably. And you can also put your foot behind your head. Plus, there, if you're looking for girls, there's girls at yoga. <laughs> that is very true. That is a very good point. I've never done yoga myself. I've done more like stretching. Like, yeah, I guess it's much more like the downward dog or like child's pose. Yeah, yoga is like when stretching meets almost spiritual, but not yeah. like it's not, but like almost it's like a, a, a softer. It depends form. like how much you're into it because I know. Yeah, it depends on the instructor. It depends on what brand. There's so many different brands. I don't know. I just, I follow this one on YouTube that we do every night. So. <laughs> oh, nice. The only thing I've been curious about would be like hot yoga. Yeah. Just because I like things that I like, I like warmer than usual yeah don't really like cold so so like that's why like i you know i plus i feel like that would be something like to really push beyond your limits too because i can't imagine stretching and sweating at the same time yeah it's you definitely work a, a major sweat doing that that's for sure because um, i think they have like at least 100 right or something like that i've never done it i honestly haven't done it my wife wants to start doing it um my jiu-jitsu gym is apparently opening a hot yoga studio on top that they're going to be okay. running while i'm in class so she might start doing that she loves it um i think of all the things just sweating's good right i think mm -hmm. again that real good sweat on it's really nothing that like it yeah get out of all those toxins that's why you yep. know i think it's i think really people should be in the sauna minimum 20 minutes yeah, I need to. I don't do the sauna. I should just something I should look at. Yeah, I, I mean it's a great way to get to sweat to get rid of all those toxins in the bodies. To not just that, but just to push again past the comfort zone because yeah, not gonna lie, you get itchy. Like mm, yeah, just because you're getting rid of that dead skin, you're getting your body secreting things, and it makes sense. Yeah, I mean I enjoy it. I yeah, I like I like those kind of things that really test your mind, um, because at the end of the day, you know that you can do it, but yeah. your mind's telling you otherwise. Just like that's what I get from the cold exposure the most is that I know I can do it. I've done this amount before. I've done this time before. Why is this time different? Oh, it's not really like and just being showing your mind that who's the real boss. It, it's right. anything that really can give you that. I think is great. Yeah. Plus, it teaches you to be, you know, like with the again thing, it teaches you to be more like still and in the moment. Yeah. It's not going to lie. When you first do it, those first 10, 15 minutes are terrible because you're so used to like moving. Now you have to, now you have to condition your mind, like, we have to sit still. If there's someone yep. there, we have a conversation. Yep. And hopefully, no one exercises. In. <laughs> yeah. I hear, uh, I hear there's some of the sauna etiquette out there. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Well, mostly it's just like stretching. People do typically in a sauna, people do like a lot of stretching and sitting. Okay. Yeah. I mean, some people might do like push-ups on the floor. 
But I was at the sauna like the other day and a guy was doing push-ups on the bench. And I'm like watching the bench go up and down. <laughs> and we've already had someone break the bottom bench. Mm. So there's there some boards missing. And it took them a while to get it fixed because it would get rebroken. So yeah, mostly okay. just, it's it's just like when you do your meditation, like you and Paul, it's being still, it's being in the moment and allowing the body just to have a moment's rest. Yep. And that's what's hard because we're so conditioned to move, 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 go, 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 do this, this, and this, that. We forget to just pause and take a break. You know, I think that's, you know, that's another reason why our attention spans are terrible because we get so much information. We can process so much information so quickly that we forget just to relax. Yeah, we're in a time like no other, that's for sure, when it comes to that. Oh, yeah, between the TikToks, the Instagrams, how I think it's like 20, 30 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. And But that's been like, for honestly, like the last 10 years. I mean, people have really known the data with like a lot of phone usage is really like a disconnection from people. Makes like sense. I remember like 10, 10 years ago, it was odd to see someone on their phone while you were like on a date, at dinner or wherever. Yeah. Now it's common. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like I play poker, right? And when yeah. I'm at the poker table, we've got nine guys there, eight of them are on their phone, <laughs> like at a time. Really? I didn't know you were yeah. allowed to be on are you allowed to be on your yeah, phone? You are allowed. Um, you're not allowed to like be on the telephone talking, okay. but you're allowed. You're not supposed to probably if you're in the middle of a hand, but it's just the fact that oh, looked at my hand, fold back to my phone. And it's just like, yeah, we're, oh. we're in a live poker game here there's nine people here here to play poker have fun like no it's it's different and it's definitely different out there uh phones are it's just part of us now at this point yeah i mean they i mean and it's funny how this little thing right here has you know more technology and power than 10 years ago the first computer and everything yeah yeah so that's why it's so important just to take a break from everything and just connect with people because that's what's yep. going on in our world right now is there's a lot of disconnection. I mean, anxiety is on the rise, depression, loneliness, separation. And I'm not saying that phones are the sole cause of it, but they are definitely a factor. Yep, totally agree with that. Definitely playing a, a big factor into that. Not an excuse, though. Uh, it's at the end of the day, we need to start having some accountability with our own mm -hmm. selves. Um, you can like anything, you can use yeah. it as punishment or you can use it as a tool. Um, I think well, that we're, we're more consuming it at this point, as opposed to using it as a beneficial tool that I think the people that first started thinking of this thing intended it to be used for. Right. Um, I don't think they intended us to be watching our phones, watching people dance, <laughs> for hours <laughs> yeah or how or it's like okay i don't want to watch the dance video why are there 10 more dance videos i swiped oh. up i didn't want to see this oh there's a cat video now and that's okay yeah yeah <laughs> yeah well it's it's so hard too because a lot of that stuff is also very inappropriate too which since we're talking about mindfulness really clouds the mind and everything i don't know if that's ever affected you or something like that what, just having clouded mind or just cloud yeah clouded mind whether it's just like stuff that's on the internet because of like all this stuff that's not always appropriate that somehow gets leaked in there or 
just like yeah. so much poker or sports because since yeah sports is like nonstop now at this point yep definitely i definitely find on sundays football days that maybe i'm on my phone a little bit more checking mm-hmm. every touchdown checking every score that's coming um because i'm in like football pools i do a lot of fantasy sports okay. as well as I figured. One of some of my passions so i'm checking it yeah definitely definitely can cloud it i definitely can feel it on certain days um mm-hmm. the pull for it there's been times where like i've misplaced my phone and i know i've misplaced it and i'm like okay i'm just gonna chill out i don't need it. i don't need it and then within like five minutes it's like oh where's my phone oh oh yeah, i lost it uh it's like re- and then realizing how your mind's like constantly pulling you back you know you got to be aware of this this pull uh, cause it's strong and I'm sure everyone that uses their phone didn't, if they didn't have their phone for a day, they would feel it intensely. And if you see that and realize like, wow, that's the power this thing has over me, mm-hmm. I think it's important for us to really acknowledge that power and use it with caution and like be, be really mindful of how, how we start doing that. I purposely leave my phone in the other room, especially when I'm working, uh, in mm-hmm. the mornings, mornings is like when i get the absolute most work uh, done uh and my phone's in the other room oh nice yeah because you can just do pretty much everything on your computer then pardon so you can do pretty much like your work on your computer we you don't need to have your yeah i don't have my phone uh like for my job uh, i have a program through my computer where i talk like call out okay uh, so i have to uh use a phone and uh, I, uh for my day job i work mostly in insurance litigation so i'm like talking okay. with lawyers and fun stuff like that so a lot of project management kind of stuff more of like an overview of what's going on and i'm kind of directing you to like and this is this and yeah uh, not super exciting not not the end all be all of what i want it to be but something i'm good at and it's it does use my skills. Like I'm very much a, a people person mm-hmm. with an analytical strength. Like an, analytics is my, my big strength. So uses those two things in risk management and stuff like that kind of intertwines with poker at the same time uh, here in my province, the company I work for it's government run. So it's yeah. not for profit. So we're trying like in theory, we're doing it for the community. And so I do get a little bit of fulfillment knowing that mm-hmm. I'm helping out uh, in a situation where most people wouldn't. And most people look at the job as a job to pay their bills and stuff. Whereas mm-hmm. I try to look at it the other way. I got into the job, not because I needed it, um, not for the money. I was playing professional poker at the time. Um, and I was making enough. I was doing fine. Um, but I really realized that poker is very empty it's an empty world um there's not a whole lot of fulfillment to be had it's gambling first of all right you're surrounded by people if you're playing at the casino as much as i was 40 50 hours a week um you're surrounded by people that are losing money that they don't have right uh, getting angry at dealers for the luck factor that the dealers have no control over a lot of drinking being had drugs that kind of stuff like the atmosphere is not good and at the end of the day you're not giving you're not giving anything back to society you're taking really mm. so i went through a little a little phase where i i was it really hurt to play like i just didn't like it at all as much as it was f- getting me everything i i thought it 
would bring me happiness, like the money, the freedom of time, even though it's not really free because you're still 50, 60 hours or something you used to love doing. You have to do now to make money. So it changes that a little bit. So I got, I fell into this job thinking I was going to help people a little bit. Didn't necessarily turn out exactly the way I thought it would, but it is what it is for now. Instead, uh, I've started growing outside of my job and trying to build a community that way of, of helping and give back to the community that way. It's mm-hmm. one of my, my driving forces uh, behind my Twitter and pretty much anything I do nowadays is I want to help and give back and help and lead and do things like that for as much people as I can um, at this time. So that's kind of what my driving force is. That's awesome. I mean, <laughs> I, seriously, give you major preps because people don't always put others before themselves and yeah. wanting to be a blessing. I know Tyler just came out with a video on YouTube. So it's funny how everything timing works out where it's like, Hey, be a blessing to somebody, you know, make yeah. someone's day because not only does you help someone else, but it helps you too feel a little bit good about yourself knowing you're trying to be, make this world a little bit more positive. I mean, this is a very negative world we live in. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of hardships that go on and insurance is probably honestly one of the hardest ones because you're dealing with people's lives, whether it's medical yeah. um, insurance or if it's like auto and like you have to call this person, they have to call this person and this person. Everybody hates dealing with insurance. They hate it. Yes. And I don't blame them because I, 90% of insurance is kind of people that just are doing it. Like I said, doing it, but I try to be the star, the light bright in a world that we need because without insurance, this world is not what it is. Right. Uh, at the end of the day, it's, it's pivotal to moving the society forward because all the risk otherwise we wouldn't be able to build big buildings we wouldn't be able to build big cities we wouldn't be able to take risks and fly rockets in outer space like no one would be able to do it because they'd risk going bankrupt on their whole life so it's a big part of being able to move the world forward uh at the same time if you are anti-capitalism i get it um they're obviously trying to make profits uh most of these companies, again, I work for a not-profit, so mm-hmm. it's run by the government. And the idea is that we pay the least possible because it's what it's intended to be. Insurance is intended to cover the losses, and that's what this company does. So That's awesome. Yeah. Um, well, I was going to say something. I forget what it was. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I was going to give you that a little bit of time that sometimes thoughts just escape, but then they come back. You know, Completely. I mean, not only is insurance needed, I mean, especially with medical advancements being made. I mean, things are going to get are getting more costly. People are getting more specialized now, which is important. I mean, so everyone should have, to some degree, a level of insurance. Yep. And it's just, I mean, the question that, I know it's going to be a little bit of a political point, but the question becomes, how do you define affordability? Yeah. And, you know, what should people get? I mean, obviously people should get the best care that's that they can afford and that's possible. Yeah. That's the one thing I don't know too much about is like the whole medical insurance being in Canada because it's not, it's, uh, it's free up here. So like we don't deal as much with that. We have like a lot of benefits and and stuff. Um, But yeah, I don't know. That's a, that is a interesting situation. 
Yeah, well, I just know like if I like get medical bills, and I mean I have insurance through my yeah, yeah which is also nonprofit. So you know, so it's it's just all about finding balance and just doing the best you can. And I love how your whole thing is about serving others. Oh yeah, yeah, that's where so, I was gonna go. I wanted to give a, like a shout out to my to my mom for that. Like honestly, she. She's the one that taught me so much fundamentals in, in life. She was a teacher growing up, so it really laid the groundwork for me to be ahead of the curve when it comes to reading, math, all that fun mm-hmm. stuff. But she also, like, she made it pretty clear to us that it didn't matter what we did. Uh, she wouldn't care if we were a garbage man, ditch digger. It was were her go-tos that she would say, um, as long as we're happy, was what she would always say. Uh, so it allowed me to take that risk back in the day to go after poker and not feel the judgment and not feel like I'm letting anyone down. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's she, she's taught us that, and she, there's tons of studies out there that show that once you hit a certain amount of money, you can't get any more happy by just making right. more money. There's more to it, right? And I quickly learned that lesson myself through playing poker, um, that I felt best when I was getting better, but I was also bringing people with me mm. to get better as well. And so that's a great way to look at it. You know, always helping someone get just a little bit better, whether they want to play poker professionally, whether they want to be the best garbage man yeah. possible that they can be. And it's sad that we don't give them the credit that they do. I mean, that's, I mean, you talk about shoulder pain, back pain. I mean, I know that they're developing more technology now where they can pretty much do more of a lift, which is going to save a heck of a lot of people a lot of money just from, like, injuries and everything and time off. Yeah. Um, but it's it's one of those things that, and again, going back to kind of Tyler's video, that's what I loved about wherever you are, be a blessing. Thank the people who are cleaning the gym because it's not yeah. fun. I mean, there's people who leave trash. There's people who have spills that need to be cleaned up. and Or there's equipment that doesn't work anymore and needs to be fixed. I mean, you know, it'd be nice if people... So if you're out there, if you're at a gym or someplace wherever you are, just say a quick thank you to them. Yeah, sir. That way you can be a blessing and help someone in need. And, you know, if someone's wearing a cool, sh- cool shirt... You know, fight against my thoughts, like, oh, man, I'm going to think I'm weird and all this. And just say, hey, love your shirt. Like a guy today at the gym had positivity uh, Detroit radio or uh, some, something like that. I'm like, hey, I love the shirt. Yeah. Because it's trying to spread a positive message. And, I mean, that's what – I think that's why we vibe so well because we're all about that, spreading a positive message, you know, reaching your full potential and just being you. You know, whatever you believe in, go in, go in it with – why you believe in it have that why why you want to get better yep and then go out there and just try don't be afraid to fail i know i posted this uh just the other day with denzel washington that says if you're not failing you ain't trying (laughs) it's true poker taught me that real fast you you only win so many hands right you lose 70 80 percent of them so (laughs) oh Jiu-jitsu too. Play poker professionally, I like yeah. I like play, playing poker from time to time, but yeah, oh, jujitsu will teach you that too. Guys, so it's like I'm just thinking the probability and like how many cards are like in the deck like that you're playing. Yeah, you you don't you're not looking at ranges, right? 
No, yeah, not not at all. <laughs> so as we kind of wrap up, Alex, what's like, what's something you want to leave the audience with? Like in a statement, a sentence, like what do you want to resonate with the people? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, if uh, I would just say if you're in like a spot where you feel like you're at a bottom or you're stuck or something, just find that one win in your day. Find mm-hmm. that one thing that you can build off of as an improvement. Find something. There's there's something you can do. Make your bed or put your shoes away when you come home or whatever it is. Something tiny. Brush your teeth every day. Something simple. Start with that. Knock it off. Knock it off for a week straight. Realize, oh, it's this. you can do this. And then find the next thing. And just one step at a time. Um, yeah, just that. I would do that. If... Um, you feel stuck or anything reach out to to me or zach like reach out to one yeah. of us we will we'll definitely be there to, to to support you give you give you uh some help hopefully if that's what you need um but get started um too many want to st- want to do a change say they're going to do a change say it's going to happen at this day don't wait do it today do something just something and that means keeping your new New Year's resolutions. If you took time to write it out, yeah. you owe it to yourself to do one thing today, as Alex is saying, to make sure that you're, you know, you're following with your commitment, what you spoke and what you want. Whether that's to be more positive, more giving to charity. If you can't give someone thirty dollars, ten dollars. I I see a lot of programs that if you give someone charity or organization like ten dollars, it can help feed maybe a couple of people. And that's a couple of people that you were able to serve, be a blessing to, and make an impact in their lives. Yep, just like this, like this podcast stands for. Take action out there. Get out, get after it. You heard Alex. Become <laughs> a man of action. A man of action. Action, because Alex, you are definitely a man of action. I mean, having this opportunity just to hear your story and finally meet you, which is exciting. <laughs> yeah, and just how much like you do this is what I love about connecting with people, getting to know people, because you get to know them, you get to know the real them yeah. and how they think and take action. So that way you can become the best version of yourself. Hope you guys all have a blessed day. Stay positive and do one thing today to make yourself a better version of yourself. Take it later. Bye. Peace out. Later.